0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. I have the lovely Kalki on the show today. Um, and uh, it's exciting because uh, Kalki is someone I worked with uh, briefly in Yejavani and Divani, and since then um, been an avid admirer of her work. And gone to see her in plays and seen her in her films. And I'm sure, like many of you, um, are a fan of her work. So it's really gonna be great to have a candid chat with her about her career, about why she chose acting, and a little bit about the projects that she's done from a new perspective. So I'm super excited to have her on. For those who don't know, Gilki is an actress, she's also a writer and producer. and she's grown up in India, in, in Pondicherry specifically to French parents, drawn to theatre from a very young age, and she went on to study drama, and has also since then gone on to win awards for acclaimed films, and has continued to be part of theatre, and I think it's a big part of her life. Um, and known for, you know, her unconventional choices, but yet she has I, I would say with a sense of fluidity, managed to dip into commercial cinema and more art house cinema. So she's done both. And she's also written, produced and acted in several stage plays. So has such a wide range of work to add to the bucket. And I think it's just going to be really interesting having this conversation.
1: Hey, Kalki, welcome to Unplug with Annie. Thank you so much for being part of this. You're welcome, it's nice to be here. Uh, so I know like we know, we, we, I mean, people who are fans of you and have followed you for a long time, I'm sure know a lot about you. But in terms of the acting, I'd be curious to know at what point it kind of, you know, that bug hit you and you decided that this is what you wanted to pursue.
2: Right. Um. Wow, I mean, I, I, I remember as a kid just loving it. Um, I went to a boarding school in South India called Hebron School, where we used to have a drama club and you know drama um, festival every year. And I used to love taking part in that. I remember the first thing I ever did was a musical where I played a tree, a singing tree. Um, I remember doing Joseph in the Technicolored coat, which where I had my first solo singing. And then I, I think I finally, when I was 16, I, I got to play Queen Titania in Midsummer Night's Dream. And that's, that's wow. when I felt, you know, I finally got my due. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's been throughout my childhood uh, something. And I didn't really think I could take it as a proper subject, you know, until I spoke to a teacher of mine uh, when I was thinking about where to go for university. And she said, why don't you do drama? And I was like, oh, wow, that's a real subject. I, it's not just for fun. <laughs> and yeah, so she advised me to apply for drama schools in London. Uh, I mean, it for drama schools at university, and I went to London.
1: And and you've done a lot of theater as well as film now, so you you have experience in both. Do you feel like there's something, there's certain things you learned from theater which you you would never have learned from film?
2: Um, many things. Yeah, I, I think there's a rigor to theater where. You know, you have this daily riyaz, this rehearsal every day for maybe a month or two before you open a new production. It gives you a, a certain discipline, um, both in terms of your physicality, your body. You know, you usually end up starting with yoga or some kind of physical practice, warming up your voice, all of those things, as well as, you know, working on the more psychological aspects of, of the play. But I think that with film, you tend, people tend to just jump right into, you know, hair and makeup, get in a van, and then get on set, meet your, you know, husband or whoever the character for the first time on set, and you just have to go. So I think that background work, that research, that rigor, that reas
1: is something that theatre gives you. So, so when when it comes to film, like we know that we don't necessarily shoot in chronological order. Is there something you do to kind of like? Prep before. What does like your preparation look like to, to each of Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that I've always struggled with
2: because you you don't have any context before you get on set. I'm, I hate the first two three days of shoot because you just have no clue who you are and <laughs> what you're doing, who your director is going, to, what kind of techniques they they have. But um. But I think that yeah, I think that uh, one of the things that I do is. I read the script over and over Yeah, um, to try and get the whole context of the story. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I don't tire of reading the script. I read it again and again and again. And slowly, I get more and more clues about who this character is and why they're in this story. Um, so for me, it's really the script work and reading it and preparing it is very important. And then, of course. Uh, the character itself. I tend to ask my director for homework. I tend to ask them if they can give me films to watch, references, books, anything, anything that will give me a clue about how the how this character should be. And if they don't really have, because many directors are like, "Do what you want, babe." <laughs> then, then I, I I I love trying to pick up some histrionics. You know, like, let's say just for some reason this character. Uh, only likes to you know only likes to wear saris or this character you know um has picked up an australian accent because she studied there when she was a student or whatever just pick up some histrionics to make this character unique from your other characters
1: Is, is there a favorite character that you you have that you have played till date wow um i don't
2: know i think all of my characters are you know exciting in different ways i don't think there's it's like choosing between your children you know <laughs> it's hard to say which one is your favorite but yeah. I do there's a few that I love one is um Aditi because it's just the first time was the first time I got to play like a light-hearted bubbly character before that it was all these heavy yeah. intense characters so mm-hmm. Aditi for me was like a breath of pressure I, I felt um, really I just enjoyed it and of course I think ch- from a point of view of challenging an actor uh, for me Margarita was one of the biggest challenges and I learned a lot from the process of prepping for that.
1: Did, did you think that and Divani would like would take off as much as it did because I think that is one film till date yeah. people are just watching again and again and again and still love That's it true.
2: Yeah, it's true. I mean it's, it's like every year you get those, you know, memes and things on on, on the phone. Um but uh I, no I didn't. I, I remember some people advising me at the time. Um my agent my agency telling me that I don't know if this is good for your career. You're just starting out and you know, you're just playing a side role in a in this in Bollywood film. I don't know if it's a good idea. So I remember people actually advising me not to do it and I went to meet Ayan, mm-hmm. and uh, Ayan, if you've met him is is like um, I don't know how, how to explain like a, it's like his head is like a complete mess okay it's like it's like my bedroom right now it's just like things are strewn all over the place <laughs> and but somehow Somehow only he knows where to find everything, you know, yeah. like how you can find the, the mess is, is like an organized mess. So yeah. he was like that and he had like 20 ideas of how he's going to bring these characters together and he was very excited. Um, and I, I, I think I just instinctively uh, loved that, the way he narrated it, it, it was it was chaotic, and yet he seemed to know, like, if I asked him any question about Aditi or Bunny or any of the characters, he had their backstory in his head. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, this one went here. And when they were two, six years old, this happened and that happened. So he had so many, you know, like clouds of ideas around, you know, like those bubbles you see in, in, in cartoons where the, the person's thoughts are seen. Yeah, yeah. It was like that.
1: Mm, Wow. So, and you're also known for making like unconventional choices, I guess, uh, in terms of the movies that you do pick up and do. Is that like a very conscious thing for you? Have you, have you had offers where you, you have turned down for specific reasons related to those choices or initially was it very different in your career where you didn't feel like you had that liberty so you just, you know, you accepted everything that came your way?
2: You know, one of the best advice I got was from Anamika Huxer, who's one of my mentors for theater. And she said, just do, 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 do. Do, do, do. The more you do, the more you'll learn. Mm. So early in my career, I just did. Whatever came my way, I did it. And some things I, I didn't enjoy as much as others. But I definitely learned a lot. And now I'm, I am in a position where I can choose better. I can take more time before I decide. Or I can say no to a script. Um, I am in that position, but it's true that 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 lesson I learned, the lessons I learned from just doing and working, I think actors are so, uh, we're, 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 we're so um, how, like physically involved in it as well. It's not just a mental process. So when we're sitting at home waiting for work, we kind of lose that, mm. that magic of being spontaneous and reacting to things in the moment, you know? True. So, I think that doing is is very important, so in the beginning, I did do many things, uh some of which I used to curse myself about um, and I think the unconventional, whether I chose it or not is hard to say because I guess people see me as unconventional, I see myself as quite normal, but i get you know I do have a certain taste in in films and in, in, that i that I thought you know that I've grown up with so I might think this is very conventional what I'm doing, but other people are like, oh my God, that's wild and wacky. Uh, So I don't know if I've chosen the unconventional or the unconventional has chosen me.
1: Were you ever told like, you know, what are you doing here in India? Why don't you go to Hollywood and like, you know, pursue more international considering the choices that you've made and they have been so performance orientated?
2: Yeah, I mean, there have been people who have said it both in a sincere way, like I people I really trust. Um, a couple of directors I've worked with who are like, "Listen, you're wasting your time here. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're a good actor, and uh, there's only so many roles you can play as a Caucasian-looking person. Um, mm-hmm. So go out there." And I've also had people who are like, you know, um, this is your kind only- of in the sense, like, babe, you know, go do this. I don't know, like, just less sincerely saying the same thing. But I think that, from my lot, from the point of view that I come from, is that this is the place I know. This is the place I, I understand. And since I'm an artist, I do believe that what you talk about, what you understand, and what you know, and you know, you 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 try to make that relatable to your audience. Yeah. So if I go somewhere where I'm completely alienated to the culture or to what's going on, it'll be that much more difficult for me True. to make, you know, to, to make something valuable or, or that will be impactful to the audience. Not saying that if Spielberg gave me a, a film tomorrow. It's not like I'm going to be like, no, let
1: <laughs> me check my schedule. <laughs> of, of course of course but do, do you think things have changed over the years because i feel like it's a really interesting uh space at the moment where the web has taken off and you know actors are kind of getting to dip in and out of various mediums which wasn't so accessible at first do you think like there's less sort of uh stereotyping if you like now we're not so much like try to I don't know, they're not trying to squeeze us into a box more, or do you think there's still that challenge uh, you know, to break that stereotype? Hmm. I mean, if you look at it in
2: comparison, then of course things have gotten better. I think that the web world has given us another level to sort of uh, match up to because now we're watching international shows from all over the world, you know, even world cinema in, in other languages, which are subtitled. So there's, there's a sort of competition level, which we all have to kind of try to reach. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's opening up a lot artistically for us. But at the same time, I still think we have a long way to go. I think there's still a lot of stereotypes and there's
1: a long way to go. It, as, as somebody who also writes and produces, do you think it's like our responsibility as artists to, to create um, the work we want to be part of? Do you think that's kind of, that's something we should all be looking at doing while we're no, kind of waiting? Yeah, it's it's just really hard to do. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I, I totally think so. I, I, I think I, I find myself trapped in the complaining a lot. You know, I'll do a, a, a show or something where I'm like, my God, this is so average and mediocre and I'm not pushing myself and blah, blah. But sit down and try to write something valuable and it's really hard to do. So I do think that as artists, if we want to continue to improve ourselves it is a very important to contribute and mm-hmm. I've been trying to do that with short pieces like I can manage it with like monologues and in some theatre pieces but I haven't been able to do that you know at the scale of a film or, or a web series but absolutely I think artists do have that responsibility.
1: Do, are you keen on getting into direction in any way and, and pursuing that in any way in the future? So I directed
2: a play once, it nearly killed me. (laughs) I just found it really hard to, actors are so difficult. (laughs) And you have to take care of them so, so carefully. Um, I I, I think I still don't have the tools to be a a good director. I don't know. I feel like there's, especially when it comes to film directing, because theater is still a medium where you're, you know, Um, dealing with just what's in front of you, whereas film, you're kind of, everything's in your head and you're just, you have to have it all in your head and then, you know, get it on on there, the editing. I don't know enough just technically in film to be a director yet. Uh, But writing, maybe, yeah, I I think writing more is something I'd like to do now. Mm. Writing film and theater.
1: I, I remember once I was shooting for something and an actor told me, it was like early, like years and years ago, and he had said to me that, you know, like go out and get more life experience because it just, it makes you a better actor. Is that like something that you would advise budding actors? Do you think that that is such an important thing? Because we just think like, oh, you know, we we might just need to go out and learn to dance or sing or just do, you know, the standard things that we're told to do, but actually maybe like cooking doesn't matter and maybe climbing that mountain doesn't matter. And like, you know, having these other experiences.
2: Right. Absolutely. I think that opening up your mind and your body to different senses and sensations is really important. Uh, it can be tricky to say that, but there's also like, you don't have to be a drug addict to play a drug addict, you know? So <laughs> I don't think it, it needs to be taken to that extreme. That, at least I don't believe in, in that, like, so method that you get lost, that you lose yourself in, in the role. But I do think that, um, I mean, I think everything I've learned from like juggling to languages that I've, I have learned has somehow found its way in some character um, and bre- nothing like a breakup to make you act well, (laughs) you know, you suddenly feel so much more sensitive to everything. (laughs) And uh, I I think I I have had that experience of just being more sensitive to people who are different from you, um, to knowing, to questioning yourself more, to understanding the world more. I mean, actors are basically just, you know, mirrors of the world in many ways
1: yeah of course is there any experience which really stands out for you like a a project which you've done where you felt like you really left being a different person like the process itself in that character changed you
2: i mean it has to be margarita because obviously i was terrified to do that role um because it required such a huge transformation and i knew nothing about cerebral palsy when i started out um and I really have Shonali to thank because she made me do nothing else for six months but prep. Uh, I didn't take up any other work. And for six months, I was hanging out with Malini, who has cerebral palsy. We were, you know, I was going to her physiotherapy. I was, I was hanging out with her on a social level and living at home with her. I mean, that exposure... And, and going to where she works, which is a center for disability, and you know, seeing how people with disability are treated by others, how they're you know infantilized or you know, um, kind of people talk for them, uh, not letting them talk for themselves, all of that. So, so I think that was an experience where really going out and living the life and being with somebody who has a disability in India how they just, you know, getting from home to the bus stop. I mean, just not that one staircase, not having a ramp, not having the infrastructure, how that can change everything. Um, I couldn't have done it without having that life experience of, of being around people with disability.
1: Yeah, yeah, so true. And do you find it difficult once you've done a project when the release date comes? To kind of dis- disconnect yourself from the outcome—is that like a hard process for you? What do you do to kind of, you know, avoid it affecting you in any negative way, or does it still does it does it matter? You know, like how that film does.
2: Yeah, yes and no, in the sense that you're often onto some other thing by the time the film releases, because you know there's that whole post-production time. So you're you're usually in a situation where you're not banking on this. But at the same time, I always, um, the day of my release, I, I go offline. I I go offline for the weekend. I usually go away somewhere. I go uh, somewhere where there's no internet connection. <laughs> I just don't want to know. I don't want to be so dependent on, you know, those first three days and like the reviews coming in. And, you know, um, I think, think that there's you're so helpless at that point because the film is done. You cannot change it. You cannot fix it. It's not like theater. You can go and do another uh, mm-hmm. performance and improve each time. So the, the criticism you get at that point is only going like, to bring you down. Whereas you know, over time, when you look back at it and you sit and talk to friends or mentors and you say, okay, I need to improve here, you're not so um, attached to it. Yeah, but in in that moment of release, you're really like you're really vulnerable to to sort of uh, the uh, feedback that comes back. So yeah, I, I guess I'm just in denial. I don't like to be around when it happens.
1: <laughs> so so you you've entered like a new phase of your life with motherhood as well. So congratulations um, on that. Thank you. But so do you feel for women it is it's still a very difficult thing as to like how one is perceived in the industry once you once you whether it's marriage or whether it's kids but entering you know the new phases of life which ultimately we do, but do you think there is a like you're treated differently or the expectations change? I think that
2: it's changed again in recent times. I think just seeing you know, some of the more commercial stars like Karina doing it fine. And so if she can do it, so can everybody else. Now, Deepika and are getting married. And, and so I, I think that is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, I feel the media is still very far behind. I feel many times I get questions, how do you manage to act and be divorced? Or, you know, some weird question like that or, You know, like, uh, what will you do now about your career? Now you're having a baby. So I think there is that side that the media likes to sensationalize, but I I don't think it's true anymore. I think we live in a a better world where women can, you know, uh, have a personal life and a professional life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. And is there anything that you would say to creators out there who are like, you know, perhaps they're not at the point where they want to be right now in their career, or they're thinking about getting into acting and they're just not sure where to start. What would your advice be?
2: I mean, I, I, we're lucky to be in an era where we can be our own entrepreneurs. You know, we can start our own YouTube channels. You are doing your own podcast. Uh, you know, we are in a, a place where we can do things ourselves. Um, because of the way that technology has uh, developed and I think one should totally make use of that But um, put yourself out there, you know, create your own characters do things You know, do readings with your friends just get a play and start doing readings You know, keep yourself in the in the loop when it comes to that mm. Because nobody else can challenge you but yourself uh, um, and Other than that, I think, yeah, you know, you do, it is a waiting game. You do have to wait, but don't depend on that waiting.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Kalki, for taking time out and doing this. I'm I'm sure people are going to really appreciate it.
2: Thanks, thanks, Anissa. Uh, It was a pleasure talking to you. Stay safe, stay sane.
0: You too. That was the end of an episode on the series of Ignite. I hope you continue to tune in every Sunday for a brand new episode with a brand new guest. This series is super close to my heart, um, being with fellow creatives, so I really hope you enjoy it. Stay updated with everything Unplug with Annie on the website, of course, and the IG page and Facebook page Unplug with Annie.